At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Overtime ESPN 690. A lot to get into. The Jags fall to the Steelers. Does it really matter? A one-on-one conversation with Jamal Agnew. Start bench removed from the face of the earth. All coming up before Inside Seminole Football with Mike Norvell. Coming up at 7 p.m. The second edition of that as Florida State goes into a game week in week zero in college football. All of that to get to. Casey Kurtz, Brian Middleton with you. But the age-old question, where is Brian Middleton? Well, he's updating you on the traffic. It's a rainy day out there. So if you're in your car, you're just jumping in on your way home from work. We appreciate you being here. And this is what you probably need to know in terms of the traffic. Checking on your drive coming in from Yuli, I-95 southbound. You will have to brakes around Airport Road, but otherwise you're free and clear. Give yourself 11 minutes to get from State Road 200 down to the Beltway. And this traffic report is brought to you by Indeed.com. Dog days of summer got your business needing help? Check out Indeed, an all-in-one hiring solution that makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. With Jacksonville's most frequent traffic, I'm Brian Middle. So that's a traffic update if you need it, if you're just jumping in on your way home. But we appreciate you being here. Either way, Action Sports Jacks Overtime ESPN 690. And aforementioned, the Jags fall to the Steelers in preseason game number three. Not much left to go. Is that it for Trevor Lawrence? Is that it for the first-team offense? I would say likely. What can we take away from the game? And I can tell you what I can take away from it. Everybody on social media. Y'all worried about Trevor Lawrence. We just talked about it for three hours, and I'm going to give you five more minutes on it. He missed a couple of throws. Like, it's okay. You know, just because he missed a couple of throws doesn't mean he's not going to be good. Everybody misses a little something every now and then. Hell, Brian Middleton hasn't been on time to work in months. 6.04. We start at 6 o'clock, Brian. But my point of that is, that even Brian Middleton can be late, and it's okay. Trevor Lawrence can miss a couple throws. It's okay. He's going to be fine. It was not a banner performance. I get it. I understand. But don't worry. It's going to be okay. Here's what was banner. If you couldn't see it on TV, Christian Kirk, open all the time. Zay Jones, open all the time. Marvin Jones, open all the time. These boys are getting open consistently. Dudes are open left and right. I'm a big fan of it. Travis Etienne running the football. We still haven't seen what it's going to look like when they get James back in there. James and Travis. It's going to be exciting. Will the play call be different in the red zone? I would imagine probably. You heard a little bit of that post game. We played it for you. Trevor Lawrence said it. They haven't really showed much. Christian Kirk echoed that as well in the locker room. Haven't showed much in terms of the scheme. But they do lose the game. They miss a kick. Santoso. 
Brian Milton's favorite kicker? Put him on the line. Yeah, I, I put him on the line. Yeah, I mean, listen, if you just listen to the show, you know how I feel about Matthew Wright, but that that's like one of the biggest questions they have left to answer. In my mind, if you look around, you know what you got on defense. They're, they're good. I think they're going to be really good on defense. Brian Milton agrees, by the way. Um, so you got that. And then you got right tackle, which I think got locked up with the performance from Jawan Taylor. Walker Little, you know, gave up a sack to TJ Watt. Who doesn't? I agree. Jawan didn't, though. Um, so I think that one's going to be locked up. I think Jawan Taylor will start. We'll see if that bleeds in. Uh, ben Barch, likely to be the starting guard, I think. Shatley goes back to your fill-in backup center role. You know? Other than that, you got kicker. Brian Middleton. Hey, listen, I know that we had some discussions during the game. We did. Uh, as far as, you know, potential of the return game. We, we understood what was going on for that game. But listen, I know the Cowboys ain't going to let him go. But old boy oh, yeah. up there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, man. USFL champ or uh, MVP. Yep. Hey, man. Look. You know what that does, and, and we'll get back on the Jags, but you know what stuff like that does? It helps out that league so much. Oh, I know. When you have one guy that does something like that, yeah. because now the other guys are like, okay, we're actually going to get maybe even a closer look now. Maybe we'll get a second look. Anyway. Yeah, um, no, I, I agree. That is for that league. Like, that was they, huge. They've now had, obviously that's a uh, stamp it with a star moment, but they've had a lot of guys come through. Like we had um, the quarterback that was here from the league. It didn't work, but – it was. I mean, it didn't matter if he was great. Trevor Lawrence is a starter, you know. Yeah. But that's like, you know, you can stamp it. That's like that. That's good enough. And he might potentially get a spot on the Cowboys, or he might get it on somewhere else. Yeah. But it's it's a good it's a good thing for the league. I agree with you. And you build that momentum. And now the USFL, which we're talking about seven minutes into the show, that's incredible. Uh, the USFL can now be like, this is what we can do for you. We can get you to the point where you're returning on special teams, taking it to the house for the Dallas Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, yeah, exactly. So you're telling me that uh, from three to six on the main show, on uh-huh. the big show, mm-hmm. you're telling me that uh, you know people people were worried. There's there's, been, there's, there's, there's been worry. Talks. There's a bit of worry around 116. I don't understand it fully. I've I've also seen it in the ESPN 690 Twitter mentions, which mm. there's like a collective worry, and it's like. Calm down. Is it just looking at the stats in, in the... They're in mad the, about the, the throws. Yeah, the, the okay. missed throws. And it doesn't look the way that they, they need it to look. People who are worried right now, is that I have where al- they're coming yeah, from? Yeah, I've always wondered about this with Trevor, right? And it, it doesn't get talked about a lot, but I guess I'll, I'll do it here. We call him generational, like, every week. Every week. And nobody's had the hype since Andrew Luck, since Peyton Manning. So when you put those names, and I know Andrew Luck leaves a little something there, but I think we can all agree Andrew Luck was really, really good um, and would have continued to be. But with Trevor, if he's not Peyton Manning, but he's still very good, uh-huh. like, is he going to get that? You, know, you see what I'm saying there? Like, we've built him up to as high as you can, and okay. I agree it's worthy, and I think he's going to be good. But if he is just very good, if he's not great, if he's not, if he doesn't end up being a top three quarterback in the league, okay, but he's top ten, is that enough? And so, I I wonder that with people because when we, and we're guilty of it, we build him up to be this incredible prospect, which he was. Everybody agreed. All of this builds, and then he's top ten and not top three. 
Are we going to have a problem with that? I would say no. Well, you know, the buildup, some of it's buildup, but some of it, I'm trying not to spit on your windscreen because I know you're going to get in the break, but <laughs> yeah, some of, some okay. of the buildup is, some of it, most of it isn't buildup. That's what I'm trying to get to because, We've like you it. said, You've he's seen a it. prospect. Like, the guy lost, like, I think four or five games between Correct. high school and college. So, you know, like, when we say generational talent, like, that's an accurate assessment. Yeah. Now, when you start getting into execution and on the biggest stage, like, that's a whole nother set of things that you have to review and evaluate. But now, to go to your question, if he is just a top 10 QB in the league, are you asking whether or not it's not, not a bust, but would it be a disappointment? Not for Jacksonville. When's the last time Jacksonville had a top 10 QB in the league? Mark that's what I'm now. saying. That's what I'm saying. I mean, like, you know, no, no offense to, like, you know, David Garrard or anything and those teams right there. I'm just saying a top 10 QB in the league. I, I know. I mean, and as, as good as the QBs are today, exactly. Like, you're up there with Herbert and you're up there with Burrow and you're up there with – Rodgers, because there's three right there. You know what I'm saying? So if you're not top three and you're in that top ten, like, okay, we we good? I'm with you. So um, I, I guess I would say I understand a little bit of the worry, but I wouldn't do – I wouldn't use – I wouldn't be worried. But it is something to focus on, and that's something that they were saying, you know, right after the game in the, in the press conference. You know what I mean? They were yeah. talking about – Doug was talking about, okay, you know, maybe Trevor just needs to settle down a little bit. In the beginning of games. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Trevor was just like, I'm they not started, worried about it. They started slow again. There's no doubt. That yeah. third drive, they turned it on, though. And so, Yeah, go ahead. So, yeah, no, that's the that's my point right there exactly. So, it's like one of these things where I think the wrong, the wrong word is being used by people who may have some concerns about that. Yeah. And, and I don't want to just play semantics with word games because there are times when you need to worry about stuff. Like last season, we should have been worried. Right, and, <laughs> yeah. And it was rightfully so. This but, wasn't that. Exactly. And then Christian Kirk, you know, the timing has to come back. There's, there were so many There's different a lot factors. There. And they still, you know, they still looked better than they have at any point last season, in my opinion. And that's all no, no. I'm really looking for. See, I, I don't want people, I don't want the fans, I don't want us to get so overhyped, so excited to where we can't take the wins where we're going to get them. Because I think that we are going to make great progress, right? I think this regular season, you know, I, I jokingly say like, you know, eight, nine, seven, eight, nine games, but I think they can get the seven. I honestly do. And I think that they can, you know, win a game that they're not expected to get to and get like one game under 500, eight, nine. And that would be immense. A seven-win season, heck, a six-win season would be immense for the growth of this team and to show the progress that they've made in one season by just changing the coach and Trevor having some stability and bringing in some new pieces and you drafted a couple of, you know, a couple of more guys in the first round. It, like, I just want us to have the right perspective. Be realistic about things. Like, hope for the best, plan for the worst, but just realize that if we win six games this season – we should be patting people on the back, even if you lose a couple. You're just like, man, you should have won that because we've won a handful of games the past two seasons. It hasn't been great, okay? So that's my point. I got you. I like it. By the way, you would uh, you would be the guy that know what Doug Peterson said because because you were in there. Well, you know, you you were in there listening. You yeah, were taking notes. That's fair. I was on what notes. Coach Peterson was saying. You know what, you what I mean? mean? Because you know, you got to split it up. Somebody had to be in the in the actual locker room, huh? In the actual zone with the, you know, the emotions of the players after after a loss. <laughs> you know, th that is exactly what we had to do, and that's a great segue because on your computer right there, Brian Middleton, you'll see a little 
Well, thing it says, uh, I believe Agnew. Jamal Agnew, one on one, because um, after the game, I, w- I was in the locker room doing my work, getting the sound in. Yeah, you were. And I said, you know what? Sleepy. I said, yo, oh, I was tired. Oh, <laughs> before, hold on. Before we do that, let me tell you. Waiting for Chelsea. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. You know what? We should play the interview first. Okay. But then I do need to explain to you kind of the sleep-deprived state I was in. And listen, if Brett Martin was here, he would be like, oh, you know, you can't, <laughs> you can't be tired, this and that, whatever. And, you know, okay, Brent, I get you, whatever, cool with it. But um, anyway, I will tell you about that in a little bit. But anyway, I was in the locker room. I saw Jamal Agnew. I said, you know what? Jamal Agnew had, without a doubt, the best moment of the season last year against Arizona when he brought the field goal back. Truly incredible. Made some plays. At one point, was the only reliable receiver for Trevor Lawrence on the team. DJ Chark was hurt. And they, they couldn't get nothing going. But Jamal Agnew made plays last year. He gets hurt, ends his season. Come back. First action uh, since the injury was on Saturday night. Didn't show not a whole lot from everybody on offense. Didn't show much. He did catch a screen pass, made a play. So I'm in the locker room. I say, you know what? I want to talk to Jamal Agnew. And this is the conversation I had with Jamal Agnew exclusively one-on-one for Action Sports Jacks Overtime. Brad Milton, play the interview. How'd it feel to get back out there with that game? Involved early, at least feel pretty good. Um, I feel good. Uh, Get my feet wet a little bit. I mean, it's been like eight, nine months since I've been out there. Um, Felt good to get tackled. (laughs) Felt good to get tackled for sure. But, uh, you we got a lot to improve on. Um, You know, we played pretty well on offense. Uh, we played pretty well on defense, too. Obviously, they didn't finish the game off, but you know, we got a lot to improve on, and that's the scary part. You know, we can get better on all, every phase of the ball, clean up some things, and, you know, this team can be real explosive you know, on both sides of the ball, even special teams, too. With the impact you had last year, obviously new regime and everything, how do you expect to be used this year? More of that screen and tight plays, or do you expect to be, like, wide receiver making plays down the field? Uh, I mean, they don't, they don't see me as just a gadget guy. I mean, obviously, I got a screen first drive. But, I mean, they're, they're confident in my ability to play the receiver position, um, whether that's out the backfield, in the slide outside. Um, you know, we got a lot of weapons on offense, so uh, I'm looking forward to what we could be as an offense when we, you know, fully get it clicking and stuff. We got a lot. We got a, lot, we got a long way to go, but, I mean, it's looking good. What's the biggest thing you can take into the joint practices with Atlanta to try to get you right for the season? I'm just competing. I mean, it's just competing. You know, we compete every day with each other. But I'm just going out there, you know, getting getting reps against other people. Um, probably more reps than you can get in a game. So valuable reps, too. Um, so, you know, we're going to go out there and compete, um, you know, be smart and have fun. Do you expect to play in that game against Atlanta or just practice it? Uh, I mean, we'll see. Um, I mean, I, I leave it up to the coaches, but, um, you know, we'll see. Uh, last one for you. The, you're going to get back to the punt return stuff? Is that just kind of like coming off the injury? You still don't want it? How they... Letting that play out. Yeah, I, I wanted to go back there today, but coaches, coaches staff kind of helped me back. So, but I'll, I'll be out there week one, back there return too. Yeah, he will. Thank goodness. I'm saying so. Anyway, thanks to uh, Jamal Agnew for letting me chat with him because you know he not chat with me. So I appreciate you, Jamal Agnew, friend of the program, friend of the program. Yeah, you know, we can claim it. We can claim it, right? Come on, Jamal. Come on. Come on, Jamal. Hey, uh, so you didn't sound sleep-deprived. I mean, when you came back, you came and sat down before Trevor came out. Yeah. You looked sleep-deprived. I was like, man, he got even sleepier. And he was in there for, like, you know, only 15, 20, you know, minutes. Yeah. But, man, all right. Listen. Listen, Action Sports Jacks Overtime. We're not a finished product, Brian Middleton. We're working. We're doing things. We're making a name, right? We're doing things. Putting 690, not on the map because it was already on the map, but we put in this time slot on this station on the map, and we taking over. So what I'm getting at is this. Wasn't the best interview in the world, right? 
I wasn't. It was okay. But I appreciate Jamal Agnew for talking to me. The point of the story is we're going to keep building on that. But here's why I talked to Jamal Agnew. I said to Brent, I said, hey, I'm going to talk to Jamal. You said, okay. He didn't tell me to. He didn't make me. And here's Uh why I want to talk to Jamal Agnew. One, maybe the most impactful player on the team last year on offense. Outside of Trevor, obviously, we get that. But he made plays. And I like what he said there in terms of they're going to use me all over. And when he said out of the backfield, I was like, this is going to be fun. I don't know what it looks like yet, Mm -hmm. but I'm envisioning, and I might be crazy, I'm envisioning a backfield where we got Travis on one side, we got Jamal on the other side, Mm -hmm. we got Christian Kirk out wide, Mm -hmm. somebody else on the other side, and man, like, just think about the stuff you can do there. He's so quick. He's He's just like ETN. You get him in space, boom, boom, pow, six points. I hear you, man. You know, uh, another urban guy. Another urban guy. You you are right about that. And I I actually thought about that a lot earlier today with the Tyson Campbell conversation. Yeah. That's a conversation we're going to have to have as the season progresses. Like, we can't do it yet. But, like, Tyson looks like the real deal. Jamal made plays last year. He might continue. And now I'm like, well, maybe we do need to have this conversation. We're not going to do it yet. We're not going to give the credit yet. Last, a thank you card. Go ahead. We, we might have to. Last part of the interview that I wanted to bring up. With the punt returns, he says that he wanted to do it on Saturday. And obviously that becomes a talking point because LaVisca fumbles a punt. And I tried to say to the guys earlier, I'm like, we're doing LaVisca Chanel the disservice by putting him back there. Because the whole planet knows, and I just confirmed it. I asked the man straight to his face, said, you're going to return punts or what? He said, yeah. I'm going to be back there. Yeah. So why are, like, I understand you're trying to see what LaVisca can do. Can he do more? Is that something he could excel at? But you're not doing him a dis- I mean, you're doing him a disservice by that's not his game. He's not a burner. Like he's getting the ball and I'm gonna run you over. They threw him a screen in the game. He had three yards there and he got you six. Like that's what Lavisca does. He don't. He's not the speed guy that returns punts. So I think you know. I just want our special teams to like make extra points and like ninety percent, eighty five percent of their field goals. Listen. And like catch the punts in the you know at the kickoffs. And like Just return and return it for like 13 yards, you know. Like that's it. Like that's all I want, man. Yeah. I don't even. I don't want like touchdowns. I don't even really want all the field goals. I could have said 95. percent I don't want that. Just you know, B plus. Just B plus. Special teams, please. I agree with that. And by the way, what it takes to make your field goals and your PATs, Matthew Wright. <laughs> Go to break. Action Sports Chase <laughs> Overtime, ESPN 690. My thanks to Jamal Agnew. And my thanks to Brian Middleton for being here. We got more to do. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Jacks overtime, ESPN 690 rolling along on a Monday. Coming off a Jags loss. Probably won't be the first time we say that this year, but. Holy smokes, Casey Curtis. Well, I'm just saying. Holy I'm smokes. just saying. I'm just saying. At least these ones don't matter, you know, the preseason. Uh, Jags lose by a single point last minute or last second field goal. Does not go, and the Jags lose, but, you know, 
preseason. They go to Atlanta for some joint practices. That'll be exciting. Then a game against the Atlanta Falcons to wrap it up. Then we will see who makes the roster. Brian Middleton, by the way, uh, didn't plan on talking about this, but I will get it in. Uh, I made a strong case for Tim Jones making this roster. Tim Jones made some plays the other night now. Remember Tim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. So the question is, and I'll get your take on it, and then we will will give you some, what, what do we call it? For your defense? For your defense, well, sir. It's a great segment, by the way. And we will we will do that in just a second. But is it LaVisca Chenault or Tim Jones at this point? LaVisca Chenault hasn't really practiced due to injury. Didn't do nothing in the game. Meanwhile, Tim Jones is going for like 80 yards, breaking free down the field. I believe it was the exact moment in the press box you said, it's too bad he's not fast. <laughs> Why you do that, man? Hey, man, it makes it a bit more real when you're that close to the players now. Now, hold on now. Uh, yeah, it is a shame, though, that he isn't faster, at least, because that's a touchdown for, you know. Yeah, I think, yeah, for like Christian Kirk. I think outside of like a Zay Jones and what we think Christian Kirk is going to do, yeah. Tim Jones has done the most in the games at the wide receiver position, yeah. more than LaVisca, more than Treadwell, more than Jeff Cotton. Those are the guys that I won't really say on the bubble because I think we all kind of feel like Levis- or, uh, Treadwell's in, LaVisca's in, so then like Tim Jones is on the bubble. But is there any chance that a head coach that didn't draft LaVisca Chenault and a GM that didn't draft LaVisca Chenault, do they keep him over a guy like Tim Jones who without a doubt has shown more just in the games alone? Well, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think that Doug Peterson is setting a stability and a culture for this organization, right? Um, and besides the fact of, you know, being, you know, stable, um, I think the ability to put the best out there in order for you to win, because ultimately it's performance-based. Get all the cliches in on this response right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I think that you have to go with the idea that, if somebody's outperforming somebody, this yeah. is a time that is going to happen. Like, if it was maybe another coach or maybe if it was a year. So like, if this happened last season, you know, you, I, I just I feel like with all the change that we've had, with the anticipation of being a better team, with what Doug Peterson is trying to do here, I don't, I don't think that it's uh, – I don't think it's unfair or, you know, flippant to be like, yeah, I mean – I that could be a very real possibility um, because at the very least you're showing me, yeah, it's the preseason, but both teams are trying. Don't like, don't get it twisted because if you don't try, if you don't perform, you could end up, you know, being unemployed or at least being unemployed with that team right there. I don't know. Someone may pick you up or practice squad or something like that. So yeah, I think that it's a very real possibility that that happens. Hope it doesn't happen though. I mean, you know, you hate to see that with you know someone who got drafted. You you had high hopes for him. You you, you keep waiting. You poured into him for the past couple of you know seasons, and you just like, what's gonna you know? It's gonna it's gonna pop this year. It's gonna pop this year. Okay, now nah, this is gonna be the season. But yeah, I think it's a very real possibility, Casey Kurtz. And that's the thing that I kind of go back to. Like you're not doing him any favors on the punt return. It's like yeah. that's not his game. And then now you got to put a. He didn't lose the fumble, but he still fumbled. But that's yeah. something else in his head, to be real with you. And, yeah. there's a, and there's a lot of things with confidence out there, you know, with sports, with anything, when you, we get to the highest level. Yeah. So now, like you were saying, you don't do him any favors putting him out there as a, as a returner. Uh, if, he almost, if he loses that, oh, my goodness. If he, if he uh, almost yeah. lost it, that's in his head. Like, dang, I can't get this right. I'm still trying to, you know, get where I'm actually comfortable at. What I'm supposed to be playing, I'm trying to get that down so that I can show out for the team and be a contributor. And now you got me in another place where 
I can catch criticism where I can't build my confidence at. Yeah, I I, I agree with that, and I just. I don't know, man. I wonder what they're going to do with that because Tim Jones is making plays. And if you've been listening since the start of 3-1, we appreciate you. Uh, unlike any other, appreciate you if you're here right now. Action Sports Jacks Overtime. But I've been making a case for Tim Jones all day, and I just can't not watch him make plays on the field and be like, mm, they're going to cut this guy. Like, it's two weeks in a row now, and when you have wide receivers in Treadwell and Visco where it's like, mm, you know, I need to see more, and you got Tim Jones where it's like, I see more from this guy. Does it happen? I don't know. But I will tell you this. I have not been the biggest supporter of LaVisca Chenault. You have not been. I have not. LaVisca Chenault's the guy that the Jags will cut. He'll go to Kansas City and go for like 1,200. Oh, yeah. Hey, man, one-handed catches. Yeah. It, Sports Center top 10. Just uh, all it, types of stuff. And, like, I guess. If Is it, it us? Are we the toxic uh, are individuals? We, are we it the problem? Um, oh, boy. Would we be mad? Yeah, what you mean? Would we be bad? Well, I mean, we gave it like two years in a camp, and it didn't work. Like, would we just chalk it up to Patrick Mahomes? I mean, partly that too. I mean, but you know, there's going to be like, some stuff that happens. There would be. We would be like, ah, oh, here we go again. But if the Jags are good, right? Like, if Kirk's making plays and Zay Jones oh, is no. good, it would we be? be the same. Would, yeah, exactly. Like, if they're just good, we'd be like, ah, oh, good for Lavisca. I mean, but on the other hand, I don't think too many people people were angry with Jalen, or may still be, but people yeah, weren't people that angry with uh. With uh, Fournette? I don't think so. Yeah, 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 I'll give you that. So, I'll give you that one. Well, they had... We yeah. got some maturity here as fans. Not the ones that were fighting. Not those ones that were fighting. I told you you broke that story. It's still talking about it. It's still playing that video. i tell you what. Broke that story in the press room right there. I did what I had to do. All right, Brian Middleton, what do we got? Oh, yeah. I should probably play that. It's for your defense. We started that uh, last week. Casey Kirsten, you remember the rules. Do you want the rules? I'm going to explain me, it because yeah, it's the second week go right ahead, here. Explain Casey, it. I'm going to give you a defendant. The charge they're accused with could be sport-related, could not be sport-related. And then you got 30 seconds to defend him. Make a good point. Hopefully, you know what I mean? And if you got anything for me, we can go one-off. No, I'll, get, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll get some stuff together. You know what I'm saying? Don't you worry about but me. But if you ask me about Chelsea, it's going to be a lot of ticking of the clock because I'm going to be like, uh... You know, do better next time. Score nah, four goals next time. I think I'm going to ask you about maybe Kenny Pickett. We'll get into that. Small hands. Small hands and everything. Maybe Gardner Minshew. So keep those two topics in your head. What do you have for me, Brian Milton? What? Who do I have to defend? All right, Casey Kurtz. First defendant is accused of overconfidence in the first degree. Defend DJ Khaled saying he would never do a versus battle because he would beat any opponent with ease. Are you familiar with versus? Yeah. Okay. Like you just, like you freestyle. Well, no. yeah, yeah, it's your music. Like they pick their top 20 songs and then they go back and forth. It's a battle. Sometimes okay. they perform, but I don't know what DJ Khaled would do. He'd bring people on to perform, I guess. So I have to defend why DJ Khaled would not lose? Yeah, he, why he has so much confidence in himself. And go. DJ Khaled has the confidence he has because not many people are as rich as DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled said, you know what? My music, it might be all right. All you might know me for is me saying DJ Khaled on the top of every song that I've ever produced. We the best. We the best music. But at the end of the day, he's rich. Not, or my defendant, whatever, is rich. Not many people can get lost on a jet ski out in the ocean like I can. I will beat any of y'all. No problem. No questions asked. Because at the end of the day, all I have to say is DJ Khaled. Another one. 
Holy smokes, I like that. Okay. No idea what All I'm right, saying. Casey Curse. All Public right. defender of the year. <laughs> I do what I can. All right, Brian Middleton. Oh, you got one for me. Oh, I got one for you. Okay. Get a little... Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know better than me. Thank you. Uh, Brian Middleton, defend the Steelers. Uh-huh. And Mike Tomlin, and defend them for making the decision that they haven't made yet. I'm not breaking any news here. But it sounds like they will still start Mitch Trubisky, even with Kenny Pickett having a good game uh, here in Jacksonville and has had a good camp, does have small hands, double gloves. That's okay. Defend why Mike Tomlin and the Steelers will start Mitch Trubisky, who has not looked as good as Kenny Pickett. All right, this is the easy one. Listen, man, North Carolina's very own Mitchell Trubisky. Lucky I don't know his middle name, Mark, but it said it right there, too. Listen, man, this guy has proven himself to a certain degree in the NFL. Okay, he's a young vet. All right, he's a bit, you know, in the battle. He's, he's, he knows what it's like to actually start a season opener. I'm not going to doubt Mike Tomlin, a guy who I'd run through a wall through, and I don't play in the NFL, okay? Sure. Hasn't had a losing season, has done more with less, even though he's had Ben Roethlisberger. This guy knows what he's doing, and he knows the up and downs of the opening season for a young QB. You convinced me? Maybe. Maybe. Wish it was 45 seconds. I had something else. All right, Casey Curse. next up. What you got? Uh, this defendant, defendants, they're accused of delusion in the third degree, potentially, okay? Defend Yahoo Sports and Madden 23 oh, boy. for simulating the upcoming season and having the following outcomes. First, the Indianapolis Colts will finish 16-1. Second, Drake London will win the Offensive Rookie of the Year. That's easy. And finally, Bill Lawrence will have 4,600 passing yards. Bill. 43 touchdowns on 66% completion. 43 touchdowns? 43 touchdowns. I have to defend them for doing this. Yeah. And go. Yeah, I'll start with the easy one. Uh, because Trevor Lawrence is great, by the way, if you didn't pick up on that Trevor's yeah. bill in this scenario. Um, First name, Williams. Yeah, you know, it's easy. When you got receivers like this that you're throwing to, it's going to be cake. He's a generational talent. He missed a couple of throws in the preseason, so he's prime in the regular season. I go to Drake London. Uh, he's the best receiver in the draft. He was the best receiver that came out. He's unquestionably the most talented guy that came in the draft. Marcus Mariota? Eh, we'll see. But all you got to do is throw it up. Hey, throw it up. You make the play. Colts 16-1. Here's how I'll defend that. Jonathan Taylor all day. Feed the man left and right. That was smart. That was smart. You know, that was smart. I like the way that you attacked that. The stuff you could agree with. <laughs> I like that. All right, Casey Kurtz, you got something else? I do. Hit the button. All right, Brian Middleton. Defend Pete Carroll. Defend the Seattle Seahawks for still looking like they're going to go into the season with Geno Smith, the career backup, and Drew Locke, the career bum, and they're going to go into the season and try to win games when a perfectly good Gardner Minshew is in Philadelphia as the backup. And would come in and, one, make it exciting, and, one, take over the – or, two, I should say, I can't count – take over the fan base. And, three, might win you a couple games. So, go ahead and defend Pete Carroll about why he's sticking with Locke and Geno Smith for some reason. So, here's the deal, man. Um, your Honor, my defendant humbly submits that on the surface it looks like they don't know what they're doing at quarterback. huh? You get rid of Russell Wilson, and now you're left with Andrew Locke. And you're left with Geno Smith. But might I add, okay, again, with Gardner Minshew, he would have to come in. You have to implement him into the offense. This is kind of late into the preseason. Like, it's, he can perform, but we got guys who already know the playbook. I trust his judgment, Your Honor. 
That was a tough one. That's a tough I one. was reaching. Because it makes no sense. I was reaching. If your Gardner Minshew's available. I if, was reaching. First of all, if I'm Philly, I don't get rid of him probably just in case. But, like, if I'm. Holy smokes, that was a tough one. I mean, he's better than Drew Locke. Yeah. Drew Smith, man. Yeah. I was pulling, trying be. to pull anything. I was trying to think back to the Missouri days for Andrew. I mean, for Drew Locke. I just. Ain't nothing. There, I couldn't. Bro. Anyway, all right, Casey Kurtz. Uh, I got one for you. The next defendant is accused of being underrated, potentially, in the second degree. Another Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman's back. He's back, okay. in a, back in a court. Okay. Dennis Rodman says he's going to Russia to try to help get Brittany Grinder, Grinder, Grinder out of prison because he knows Putin well. Defend the thought that if he does accomplish this, he's one of the most underrated human beings ever in the history of Earth. I'm just defending that thought? Just that thought. Okay, great. Listen, you got you got to hand it to him, man. There's there's been a lot of people trying to help out that situation, and it appears that none of them have come through. Uh, it's a bad situation to be in. You send Dennis Rodman, one of the absolute legends of the world, underrated, won Michael Jordan some championships. We won't talk about that because Ben Becker might be listening. It was all on Dennis Rodman. But the point of the story is, if you got a high level athlete, a world class person, and now an all world negotiator, are you kidding me? Get this man's face on top. Because he's the person of the year. I like that. I like that, Casey Curse. I like that. What you got? Nothing. Okay. I think we got to go to break. Because we still got Star Bench removed, oh, right? We still got Star Bench removed. You know what I'm saying? Well, so, I mean, maybe. I mean, like, we could have. Yeah, we we got Star Bench removed. We got to get it in, Brian Milton. I do love that segment, though. So we could just do, like, a whole hour plus on that at some point in time because it's fantastic. <laughs> and one of these times, I'm going to come up with things before this sh- segment starts. I don't know. That Drew Locke one, I like that. That's getting me better in my argument because I, could, I couldn't find anything. I was I'll over here like what. Missouri, maybe West Virginia, Virginia. I have no idea. I tell you Good what. Good stuff, Casey Curtis. We take a break. Star bench move on the other side. Action Sports Jacks Overtime, ESPN 6-9. We'll be right back. for that. I tell you what. I learned from the best. I learned from Casey Lamont Kurtz. I ain't gonna tell I ain't gonna tell the people all about what you just said, but no. you're wrong for it. It was hilarious, but you're wrong for it. It was hilarious, man. Also, man, hilarious. I appreciate you uh graphic designing on the fly, whatever you want to call it. Listen, multi-talented okay. guy right here. Action Sports Checks Overtime ESPN six ninety if you're watching the stream. What we got? We got a comment. Pete Carroll didn't even try to win the Super Bowl, let alone regular season games. That's fair. Well, yeah, the ball. but I couldn't. I had to defend. That's why I agree with that person. But yeah, you know what's dangerous, by the way. I like to start reading the comment before I know what it fully says. There you go. Yeah. Like I, I was like halfway into it. I'm like, uh, okay. What if this goes left? Yeah. Because you're quick on the dump button. I know. Let me tell you, the dump button is way over For those there. wondering, we don't have time for this. It's so far away from where we're actually sitting. Mm. Uh, Brian Mills, and start bench remove. What do we got? Oh, start bench remove. Yeah, maybe I should get that ready. Here we go. Okay. This music right here. All right. Yeah, that's uh, it. Yeah, I should probably get to the uh, to my notes on that. All right. It would help. First up, Casey Kurtz. An easy one. Kansas City Chiefs. Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. Easy. No, it's not. Easy. Start. What am I supposed to do? I. Easy. Easy peasy. Start Mahomes. No, that's not the right answer. Uh, I know I'm wrong. Start Mahomes. 
fetch, Kelsey. I don't know the go- I don't know the right answer. I don't know. Well, what do you who are you removing? Andy Reid. There you go. I just wanted to hear you say it. There you go. Yeah, Andy it's because. not the right answer. Yeah, that's that's crazy. You big dummy. I am. Yeah, because there's no right answer there. There's a right answer. I'd love to hear it. Okay, I'll see you in the break. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Anyway, what do we got? All right, next up. Whatever you like. Whatever you like. Like T.I.? Yeah, yeah. Whatever you like. Actually, this is something that you like, Casey Kurtz. Fantasy football, FIFA, or gambling? (laughs) I love all those things. Um, Start fantasy football. Okay, all right. I'm a bench FIFA. Okay. And if I just stop, if I remove gambling from the face of the earth, I save so much money. I do okay. You know what I'm saying? And plus, if I'm winning fantasy football, I'm winning money. So, so you, we good? Not in the work league. Not in the Bad work league. I got you. Calm down. Uh, this building, but like my personal leagues, yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? What uh, we got? All right, next up, Los Angeles Rams. Oh boy, Jalen Ramsey, Sean McVay, Cooper Cup. Easy, easy money. Easy money. Start Jalen. Ben Sean McVay removed Cooper Cup. There you go. I mean, Uh-oh! but that's crazy, though, that you, I mean, Cooper Cup is the best receiver. I mean, arguably. Yeah, he might be, you know. But Jalen, for sure, it's probably not arguable. And then, you know, McVay, I did what I had to do, Brian. What do we got? TKO. Okay. A kick from the new welterweight champ, Leon Edwards. Yeah, I don't want that. A blindside block from your boy, Cam Robinson. I don't want that. A punch from the Gypsy King, Tyson Fury. I don't want any of those. I'm glad it's you. Better you than me, brother. I'll go. But there's a right answer. I'll go recency bias. Give me the kick. But these are things I don't want, right? Like the most impactful I would start. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Give me the kick. Start. Recency bias. Listen, Usman ain't lost in years, and dude gets KO'd. I don't want that smoke. Okay. I don't. I'm just waiting on who you on bench. I'm waiting because you're already starting off iffy. Where we going? Yeah. You know, I really don't want to get punched by Tyson Fury. But at the same time, like, I just told you about the interaction <laughs> I had with Cam. So I'm going to I'm a bench Cam, you know. If the worst case scenario, I take a shot from Tyson Fury. I might get up next week. Whoa! Worst Whoa. case scenario. Worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. No, we get him on the line. We get him on the line. Don't worry about that one. Worst case scenario. I would get up in a couple of weeks, potentially a month. I'd be in a small coma. I'd be all right. Who knew that you were a heavyweight prospect all of a sudden? Okay. It's new to me as well. Worst case scenario, huh? Okay, worst next, case scenario, next, I get punched in the face. Next up. Yeah. Buffalo Bills. See now. Stephon Diggs. Okay. Tredavious White. Micah High. That's sneaky. But there's a right answer. I know. It's going to be unpopular. <laughs> I love when you start these off with that. I'm going to start Micah Hyde. Oh, whoa. And I'm going to bench Diggs. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. So uh-huh. Then I have to remove Trey White. So the only only the first part was right. Wow, I don't even know how to I don't know how to take that. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't even the right. That's the only sound effect I had that just made me be like, okay, that that was a bright idea to do that. I like that. You do what you gotta can do. You know, break down. I know we gotta get out in about a minute, but can you just tell me why you chose to? Uh, so yeah, I can tell you. If I start, I I can't start white right because I started Jalen. So then that's kind of you know 
can't do that. Mm. I think highly of Jalen. I think highly of Trey White. But so I start Hyde because safety position. You know, he's a very good safety. I'm with it. Uh, I go with Diggs because Diggs is very underrated, right? I have Diggs above Cooper Cup for me. So that's why I bench him. Okay. And then that just leaves Trey White out, unfortunately. All right. And they went to the, you know, they went pretty deep in the playoffs without him. Now, granted, if he's there, they probably beat the Chiefs because he tackles Tyreek Hill. Okay. But anyway, we got time for one more? One more, Casey Kurtz. I've been drinking, I've been drinking. Oh, boy. Red Bull, rain, or Celsius, Casey Kurtz. What was the second one? Rain. Rain? Mm-hmm. Like a King Reigns. Oh, I'm with you. Uh, yeah, well, obviously, obviously. Come on, this is a softball. I'm trying to get you a bigger endorsement. Come Thank on. Thank you, sir. We're going to start Celsius Essential Energy Live uh-huh. Fit. Uh-huh. Get it at your local Winn-Dixie. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Anywhere you can find Celsius, get it. Crack it open. I like the orange flavor myself, there personally. You go. Personally. Keep going. And you know what? What? You know what? What? Because I'm drinking Celsius Essential Energy. Yeah. Remove the other That's two. That's what I'm talking about. Action Sports Jacks Overtime. We'll be right back. Action Sports Jacks Overtime. ESPN 690. I've been slacking on letting the people know that Brian Middleton is on the ones and the twos. I've been so excited to talk. And do our segments today. Been on fire today, man. I, you I know, don't know how you were on three to six, but you know, listen, this is a plus game before Monday. I've yeah, I've had just a great f- four hours of radio. Like it's just been world class. You know, I'm like, humbleness is not your friend. It's not really. I'm not um, mad at it. Hey, when you know, it's been it's been a good show all around. Aaron was okay, right? Brent did his usual. Brent, you've been great. You know what I'm saying? It's been a good. I just can't imagine you would listen anywhere else. Can't imagine. Like, from really at all, but mostly from 3 to 7. I just don't I don't know what other option you'd really have. But, anyway, Action Sports Jacks every time ESPN 690. Brian Milton on the 1s and 2s usually does traffic 104.5 WOKV uh, in the uh, in the, the midday, I should say. Uh, and anyway, Casey Kurtz with you as well. A couple minutes to go. Inside Seminole football coming up next with Mike Norvell. Game week for the Florida State Seminoles. Talk about that as we go along this week. I, I will say, uh, Florida State. They they should they should be able to pick up a week zero win, uh, mostly because the school they're playing I don't even know how to pronounce the name. Uh, so heard that one before. Yeah, FSU should should be okay with that. We'll break it down as we go along. But Mike Norvell will break it down in uh, just about five minutes or so. Real quick, we were out uh, Furick and Friends Constellation Furick and Friends I should say uh, golf tournament PGA Tour Champions event. Uh, first made its debut last year, Jim Furyk's event, back for year two on the Champions Tour schedule. Media Day out there today. Got to talk with Jim Furyk. Um, if you follow golf, you you know the storyline from last year. If not, I will tell you. Uh, inaugural event, the winner, Phil Mickelson, will obviously not be able to play this year. Uh, Jim Furyk acknowledged that, that there's, you know, he's, he's at Live Golf. There's, there's nothing about it. Um... He's not playing. They haven't spoke, but obviously Phil Mickelson will not play. Uh, Phil Mickelson was a big draw last year. I was out there. People were following Phil when we still liked him. But uh, the event will still go on. Everything you remember from last year is still good. Birdie beers, still a thing. River taxi to get for free, still a thing. Constellation Furyk and Friends coming up in the beginning of October. That's it for us. Action Sports Jacks Overtime back tomorrow. Otherwise, have a good night, everybody. I want to eat a spicy chicken in my Tesla. (laughs) Is it too much to ask? 
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.